Welcome, Legends, to the Hubcast, your central hub for everything Apex. A podcast by fans, for fans. Tips and tricks, deep dives, and everything you need to know from your first drop to that last head pop. Dairy. Legendary. What's up, Legends? And welcome back to another Apex Legends Hubcast. I am your host, Nick. Here with me today, as always, is... Nate. It's Nick and Nate. Nick and Nate, it's always great with Nick and Nate, Nick and Nate, Nick and Nate. I'm Nate. All right, everybody. Hi, how's it going? Before we jump into Kings Canyon, let's get some house cleaning out of the way. You can go to our Apex Legends Twitter at Apex Legends Cast on Twitter. Also go to our TX3 Productions on Twitter and you can follow us. And we have our other podcast, Nerd to the Third. Your stop for video games, movies, and nerd culture. Also, Apex Legends Hubcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do here, if you'd like to support us in any way, you can go to our Patreon slash ThreadX Reproductions, and you can support us there. We have a $1, a $3, and a $6 tier, and you have varying rewards throughout and we do try to make sure that it's worth your while so for just a dollar you can have our pre and post show where we kind of just goof off a little bit sometimes talk about politics yeah we got we got a real good talk about politics you know you might not agree with it so maybe that dollar wouldn't be worth it but in normal situations we just talk and just goof off try to get the juices flowing so to speak and just get ourselves get ourselves in the mood you know <laughs> um all right so let's just jump right into it with we have a care package incoming all right so i mean the news of the week hmm i wonder what was the news of the week i mean i don't think anything came out this week right it was pretty much quiet the entire week correct correct 100 percent. nothing came out yeah nothing nothing at all all right so moving on and <laughs> so um obviously the big talk of the week was the battle pass now we have the full breakdown if you don't normally watch our bonus which from the numbers it looks like everybody does but just in case you missed this week's bonus this week's bonus is the full breakdown of what we thought about it our impressions and everything so go there if you want to know our full impressions on it spoiler alert yeah by the title spoiler alert <laughs> i know yeah yeah the battle no thanks i'll pass that was pretty good i really <laughs> when i read that i really appreciated that yeah um all right so what we thought we'd we still want to talk about it in general so respawn had a response to it and this was their main thing and then they elaborated on it. was that this was the main quote which was season one is about keeping it focused and allowing players to earn a lot of rewards at a great value in parentheses you even get the cost back of the battle pass back if you reach level 97 end of parentheses we'll begin adding more and more innovations each season as we evolve the battle pass so thoughts on that response sir okay so the first time i had seen about this was on a video you linked me to by good old jim sterling now just for context i typically it's not that I don't care for Jim Sterling, but I typically mm-hmm. don't always agree with his hot, steaming hot takes. 
<laughs> steaming hot takes. This one in particular, though, you know, he parroted a lot of what we said in, in the bonus. But he, but right. I went back and, and read the article, and his response is what is what made me laugh the most. Whenever he was reading the respawns response, when he was like, "They don't say this, but they have a roadmap for their roadmap." <laughs> And I was like, you know what? That does kind of make sense. Yeah, um, now, yeah. it's good on Respawn for giving a response within the first week. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you who would have thought them actually, you know, saying something well, since give, they were so it, radio silence for so long? Right. Well, you give it a comparison. Uh, Casey Hudson came out with a response for Anthem addressing everything, but that was like weeks later. You know, he didn't yes. come out with a response the week of, which in a sense could make sense so they could kind of gather as much feedback as possible to figure out what exactly mm-hmm. the issue was. Mm-hmm. But so it was good for them to make a response. And I mean, even they say that the battle pass, they don't say it basically, but if you read into it, they're saying, Hey, we understand the battle pass season one is underwhelming. You know, we, it is going to get better as we go on, which is mm-hmm. good to hear them say, but also I'm not expecting them to outright say, Hey, we know the battle pass doesn't have good content in it. Right. Right. Yeah. But, now, there is a couple things on here that I think you're going to allude to that are mm-hmm. kind of red flags in a sense. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a couple of things that just made me go. <laughs> well, first off, um, altogether, you know, this being the same company that, you know, when they had an interview, they had the guy and they're like, oh, yes, we're still very committed to Titanfall 2. And then the other guy was like, yeah, whatever the f*** that means. <laughs> so that and a couple of other interactions that have been in the history of Respawn very much makes me feel like they're kind of anti-corporate or whatever. Or they kind of have that like underdog feel to them. And then you have this and this seems very corporate. This seems very planned out, like they were being very careful not to say, like you said, not to say that, oh, we know this is underwhelming and stuff. They were being very careful. And so for them to just put out this like brain dead response that like, oh, well, we have to say something is just like, okay, yay. But then obviously, like you were alluding to, there are certain things in here that just kind of, you know, grind my gear. They really push my buttons, if you will. And that is the whole thing in in parentheses. It's you even get the cost of the battle pass back if you reach 97. Yeah. Key phrase. If you reach 97. And then the other part that's a big red flag for me is we will begin adding more and more innovations each season. While I agree with that, obviously, I mean, obviously they're going to get better and better as they go. And I know that, and I might not have uh, stated that in the last episode when we talked about the battle pass, I know they're going to get better and better, but the point I made on the last episode, and I'll kind of pair it here is the fact that they've already kind of done things a new way. The way the game plays, the what they've learned from Battle Royales in general, and they've applied here, and they've just made it a better game. Not only that, what they've done with the hype cycle, which it was non-existent, and they're just like, you know what? We could tell you that there's loot boxes in here. We could tell you that there's direct you know, purchases, and you'll probably tear us apart for us. And so instead, we're going to let our game do the talking. So not only did they innovate on the Battle Royale itself, but they innovated in the way that they released a game. And so them having all these innovations, and then the Battle Pass is what they fumble on, is kind of why I'm like... 
the innovations each season kind of like irks me a little bit because it's like you had a chance to make a battle pass that meant something instead of what they have now, which is pretty much a battle pass because they need a battle pass. And that's kind of what I think me and you can really agree on is that that's what it feels like. It feels like a battle pass for the sake of having a battle pass, because if you're a battle royale, you need a battle pass. And I don't like that. So, I mean, take that with whatever amount of salt you would like. And specifically reading into the comment of you even get the cost of the battle pass back if you reach 97. Mm-hmm. Neither me or Nick are professional players. We don't claim to be. We we give tips and tricks <clears throat> when we can. And most mostly it's stuff that either we've experienced or we've seen for us. And there's a lot of people in the community. There's a lot of people in Apex in general that don't have a problem reaching 97. That's totally cool. That's not going to be us. Mm-hmm. I like to I would like to say that we are and are going to be the voice for your average consumer, the people who love the game but can't dedicate the time to it like other people can. Yeah. So for the statement of you get the cost back if you reach ninety seven, I can guarantee you at least in ninety days, me and Nick aren't going to reach ninety seven because we have jobs like most everybody else. And we also don't have the time to grind out this game in particular. We have games like Division 2 that are out. We have games like Days Gone that are coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. You know, so we are your average player in the sense of we'll play as much as we can and enjoy what we can. Mm. So when we make statements like we did very heavily in the bonus episode when we talked about the Battle Pass and like we're going to today... That's the frame of reference that we're coming from is like, Mm -hmm. this is our experience. And I know for a majority, our experience is similar to everyone else's. For the minority is where it's not. Mm -hmm. The minority is going to be where it's like, I've got no problem reaching 97. I've got no problem grinding out this battle pass. I have the time to do it. And that's 100% great. That is on you. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But we aren't going to be that. There's so many things about our impressions and everything that I can fully admit has a personal bias because you know, of our current situation, our current life situations, you know, and even weeks after the release, I still see people at the same level as me or even lower. So it's not an uncommon thing to have somebody at a lower level. It's just, you know, it's just maybe just like me, they don't have enough time. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like that's, that's important for me to have made that statement because I I don't want to put misinformation out there. And for anyone listening, confused, like why, you know, why are you saying this? And well, I'm giving you the reason why we're saying the opinions that we're saying is because this is the situations that we're in. No, that's pretty much all we want. That's pretty much all we wanted to say about the situation and let you guys know what's going on. So uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about personally, and I mean, this might this might go into a weird area, but the somebody went on and calculated the worth of the battle pass. Um, and I kind of, and personally, this is just me, so I apologize. But personally, I kind of disagree with the amount that they came up with. Remind me again, what was the amount they came up with? Like 70? 70, 80. That's kind of been the consensus okay. on the internet. Okay, so I personally disagree with this, and I'll kind of explain why. So what I did is I went through and I counted all the items that you get in the battle pass. Now, I included banners, trackers, weapon skins, character skins, and I think that's it, right? Oh, and voice quips. Voice quips as well, because those are all things that you can get in an Apex pack, correct? Correct. So what I did is I counted all those up and then I divided it by three. 
assuming that because everything is pretty much of blue rarity anyways, right? So on a normal roll, you're almost guaranteed a blue, correct? Correct. So that's what I did. I counted every item and I divided it by three. And so then I got, I believe it was like 26 or something. I'm like, okay, 26. All right. Now let's count all the apexes. As we know, all the apex packs are worth a dollar. So I counted all the apex packs and those were a dollar. Then I went up to like, I think $12 more. So it was like 36 or something. I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. I don't understand. Still don't quite understand how they got to. 77 and then obviously i got the apex coins which was the the easiest one to do because we know that they you get a thousand so i got a thousand and then that made it ten dollars so then i went up to 45 or 46 i believe and so then i was like okay so how did they get to 77 you know and we kind of looked into it a little bit somebody on uh, reddit or something and dextro you know obviously they reported on it but somebody counted the legendary skin separately and so that i feel like that's how they got the different calculation then because i didn't count that separately because i would hope that if they released a skin they wouldn't have only released it and obviously my calculations are based off of if this would have been released as just content rather than something you could only get in the battle pass so that's kind of like where my mindset was so i feel like the the value of it especially since one of the apex packs is guaranteed a legendary i I felt comfortable putting it at like 46 or whatever because it's like that would be if you only did um, Apex packs. It was $46 worth of Apex packs. Now, if you want to get technical, then yes, it probably is more than that because if you buy the legendary uh, skin separately. But I feel like that's the only one you could really separate. 46 plus 18 only gets you to 64 so even still, I feel like the calculations are a little bit off or they're, they might be, you know, adding a little bit more value to something, you know, because even if you separate the legendary skin to the $18, which is still ridiculous, but if you do that, even then, I feel like it's only a $64. Now, let me point out one thing. That's obviously more than $9.50. So it's still a good, it's still a good quality if you look at just that, it's 64. From the monetary sense. Yeah, yeah, from a monetary sense, it is still technically worth it because out of $9.50, I'm getting $64 worth of stuff and I'm getting so many items. And so looking at it that way, I feel like maybe, maybe to a certain extent, we were a little bit harsher than... We should have been. And just in the sense of we didn't look at it monetarily, we looked at it as content. So if we look at it as content, I still 100% stand by what we said in the fact that the fact that we only get three skins and it repeats itself over and over and over again. However, the same skins repeat themselves in the, in the other, or in the armory. So technically we get the same thing there. So I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. You know, I feel like there is a, a lot of factors that played into it. It was the weight. It was the fact that, you know, this was like hyped up, like, oh, this is going to be the next best thing. And for it to not reach there, I feel like another thing I really want to put out there is that one of the reasons we are so disappointed is because we love the game. 
we love the game and we want to see it do good. And so for it to have such a lackluster battle pass, like we're doing it out of love. We're not doing it because it's like, oh, I hate this game. You know, the industry, screw the industry and screw EA, you know. But I do have to admit that this battle pass was the first time I really remembered, oh, yeah, this is EA and they're going to try to get away with as little as possible. Right. Yeah. I are all of our. I don't want to even say vitriol. All of our disappointment wasn't from a monetary sense. Exactly. And we had a lot of people writing in, hey, it's a free-to-play game. We understand that. Monetarily, it makes sense. And we even said at towards the end of the podcast, Respawn, we'll still give you 950 Like, that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. The problem, it, it, our biggest disappointment was the content of the past, not the fact that they were charging us for anything. All of yeah. our disappointments, especially going forward in, in this Battle Pass in particular, has nothing to do with the money at mm-hmm. all. It's the content. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that might have been a point that we didn't get across properly in the bonus podcast. So that that was one reason I wanted to address it now, you know, because if you look at it from a very strictly monetary value, then yes, you are getting more than what you're putting in, which is awesome. And like they point out, you can earn it back, you know, and I think if you look at it that way, that's great. But what we tried to look at it was from a content perspective and the perspective of the fact that you do have to unlock it. So yes, I paid 950. Yes, I get all this stuff, but, you know, yes, I get the Apex coins back, but that's only if we're able to in 90, which I mean, obviously it's not 90 days now, it's 85, Nine. 89. Yeah. How is it? Well, no, no, no. Sorry, that's incorrect. It came out on <laughs> Nin- Tuesday. So yeah, yeah it's not- like 83, 84, something like that. <laughs> Anyways, 83. So let's say 83 dollars. And I still have, I still barely got up to Apex level three. Now, obviously, that's because I might not be playing it that often. I'm not doing that great as far as kills. But still, that that's what we're being critical about. Not necessarily the um, battle pass itself, I guess. And, you know, that might have been something that we were a little wishy-washy on. So that's, you know, that's the main reason we wanted to bring up the calculations. Because one, I disagree with them. It's definitely not 77. However, you know, I was able to come up with 64 all by myself. So... You know, I just think it was maybe a little bit off. So that was one reason. Um, the last thing we'll get into for our care package is Octane. We wanted to give our general impressions because that was one thing we didn't get into in the bonus podcast. Um, we are going to do a deep dive. So we're not going to go really deep into what we think about him, what we, you know, because that will be saved for the deep dive. But as far as our general impressions and what we think about the character himself and his and his quips and everything, that's what we'll talk about. But the actual like st- strategies and everything will go into our deep dive. So in a more general you know, kind of impressions or review, if you will, of Octane. What do you think about Octane? So Octane is, as far as a favorite character, not necessarily gameplay, well, gameplay in a sense too, um, he's become one of my favorites just because uh, everything everything about Octane, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I even enjoyed more so, uh, there's a video that uh, Respawn did for Wired.com on their YouTube channel where it's like a 30 minute video where they break down the characters. And um, I didn't tell you this, Nick. They talk about Octane, the very first one, and oh, yeah. they give a, a backstory to him. And so they explain why he has these nomadic legs, which I which made me love the character even more. Yeah, They go into how um, they noticed on the gauntlet on Titanfall 2, they watched all the videos of how people were doing it. And a lot of the people, the way they got higher 
time-wise was they would throw grenades and they would launch themselves by the grenades. Oh, so yeah. So the story of Octane is that he did that and blew off his legs. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. so that's why he has these pneumatic legs. No. Um, but his whole thing is he wants to go fast. He wants speed. He wants that. And that really shows in his character and the Definitely. design of his character, which makes me really enjoy it from start to finish. He is hilarious um, in, in like his quips, but also in his mannerisms. So prime example. He runs like a idiot. Like oh, he yes. runs just like a goofy. Like if you're playing with someone who has octane, just watch them run. It's hilarious. Yeah, watch him but sprint there's an an- because he just like arms up in the air. <laughs> there's a there's an animation when you put your gun away where he puts his hand like a gun. He puts his hand like a gun and he's like running in the air and it's it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um yeah. but he's he's super fun. Like uh I was worried at first because I'd watched some gameplay prior where they were playing as Octane and they were talking about, Oh my God, the stem is so OP because it's like a two second cooldown. Yeah. Right. But that also, if you don't remember, it's the whole thing with his health. You can use the stem as much as you want, but it's going to drain your health. Yeah. Now they counteract that with his passive by letting you generate health over time. Yeah. And the general, but, like um, how fast it uh, heals him is actually pretty generous considering that like basically um, if you do the stim pack, I want to say it's probably going to take you about 30 seconds in order to get whatever you used in the stim pack back. So like you were saying, you could just go stim, 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 but you're going to be in bad shape and it'll take you longer to get it back. But if you do the stim, then wait for yourself to re- replenish your health, then do the stim again. You know, it's actually, it's, it's generous. You know, it's definitely not super fast. I want to say it's probably like one or two HP per second, but it's pretty generous considering like, I, I just kind of watch it. He's like, see, boom, boom. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Cause I was like, Oh, Hey, let me heal you. He's like, ah, no, I got this. And I'm like, Oh. And so we kind of just like stood there inside a building. We kind of just watched him like, ah, that's pretty cool. It adds a different tacticism to the game. 100%. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it can work in both ways. Now there is a drawback to octane in the sense of, in the sense of, He's he's a character like Wraith that I feel like is better suited for solo. Mm-hmm. Um, now it, it works great in a team sense. So like if you if Octane's far away from the rest of the team, he'll just use a stem to get to you. That that works great. Right. But if you're playing with a bunch of randos, there's a good chance whoever's Octane is going to a beat you to loot, mm-hmm. b leave you if you're not doing well, and just kind of be that jerk. Right. Right. So there is a couple drawbacks to it. Mm-hmm. In terms of, and that's just based player to player, not necessarily on the character in and of itself. Right. But I do. But there are, he, he is, a, he is, he is full of surprises. Like I remember me and you were just kind of like scoffing at his ultimate, but I've seen a lot of really good, smart uses for the ultimate for the jump pad. And I'm like, uh-huh. you guys are completely changing the way I thought this was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I still, I, I still do feel like it would have been better as a tactical <laughs> personally, just because, I mean, it does respawn pretty fast, obviously, but I don't know. It still feels like it still feels like the grappling hook versus the ultimate zip line, you know. And that's obviously the draw of using Pathfinder over Octane is the distance. But I mean, as far as like traversal, I just don't know how much it actually 
does like I like it. I got a couple of knockdowns midair and I do I do feel like a badass. But in general, like sometimes depending on where you are, it won't even like launch you over a building. It might launch you to the top of it, which, you know, is kind of what you can do with the zip line as well. But then that's sort of my point is that it does what the zip line does. Um, but in general, like I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. His personality is very much like a kind of like Mexican like rocker, you know, even like when he's doing some of his um some of his like finishers, he does the rock on symbol with his hands and you know, he's very much like heavy metal and stuff like, I kind of like that about his, his personality. Um, he's Hispanic. And so like, he'll be like, gracias amigo. And like, it, it's, it's little fun, like quips like that. And it's like, ah, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And I, I like his personality in general. Um, and it, I mean, as far as his passives, passives awesome. You know, as long as you're out of battle, you're regaining health, and that's very useful. Um, but you know, then then it's just the stem and the and the stuff. Like I like them if they were by themselves, but then together, it's like I don't know. Um, I, we kind of talked about it. Uh, I can't remember when, but we kind of talked about it before. I almost think that the launch pad should be the tactical. And the stim pack should be the ultimate. And then maybe instead of six seconds, it could be like 12 seconds. Cause like, for instance, um, Bluthunda's ultimate is bless you. Uh, thank you. Um, his ultimate is the beast of the hunt and his is 35 seconds long and you move pretty fast. Now, is it as fast as the stim? Probably not, but I still feel like the tactical and the ultimate, if they would have swapped those, I feel like it would have made more sense because the, the jump pad just isn't as powerful as maybe you would want for an ultimate. Yes. Cooldown is awesome, but I feel like if they would have done it and maybe done like doubled the time, cause it's six seconds now, if they would have doubled it to 12 seconds, or even just like 15, and that still would have been a portion of the Bluthonda ultimate. If they would have done that, I feel like that would have made more sense. And it would have made it would have made it a little bit more worth it, in my opinion. Because I love the lunch pad. Let, let me be clear. I do love it, but I think it is just where it's placed, is is like my thing about it. Yeah, I think that uh Octane's ultimate is definitely more for flair and style, although it yes. does have its tactical uses. But if you had to pick a better tactic with Pathfinder or Octane, Pathfinder is the one that's going to win just because it's it, you have a better advantage. Octane's definitely, if you feel like playing with style, if you feel like, like I mean, it, it, nothing feels better than ju- you're in the middle of a firefight, drop the jump pad, Jump over the guy, mm-hmm. jump over the enemy, and kill them. Yes, you know, so absolutely, that's gonna that's gonna give more personal enjoyment rather than team tacticism. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, overall, I mean, I would rank like he's definitely a welcome. Yeah, let, welcome let's edition. let's rank him because we had our rank. We ranked every single legend. Where would we put him? You know, that's it's. I a would tough use one, Octane. But. Ooh, oh, that is a tough one. I would So to remind everybody Oct- real quick before you get going, real quick to remind everyone, our top three was Wraith, Lifeline, and Pathfinder. So would it make the top three? Uh, If I can't find a place for him in the top three, he would be number four. Yeah. I think, I think maybe five for me, he would have been number five. Because I want to say Pathfinder, who was right before Pathfinder? I wish we had our list still, but I I think we got rid of it. Yeah. I want to say Bangalore um, or something. 
It was either Bangalore or uh, Gibraltar. I definitely think he's better than Gibraltar, but I don't I think, think so too. I don't think he's quite as good as Bangalore. So I wouldn't use him over Wraith because you definitely. know Wraith is my personal favorite. Yeah. Um, but I would use ooh, depending on who is who in a match. I might pick Octane personally over Lifeline, mm-hmm. and that would just be for personal enjoyment, not for team, mm-hmm. not for team play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't think he beats um, Pathfinder f- for sure. Just because, for sure, for sure. I mean, can you run faster? Great, but you, I feel like the speed boost and the you know the height boost that you can get from the zip line, especially if you kind of like slingshot yourself. Then that's almost like a jump pad and the zip line, if in my opinion, because like the the height that you can get with the zip line, if you do it just right, is almost the same height that you can get with the jump pad. The jump pad is the a little bit higher, but what? The grappling hook, you mean? Well, yeah, whatever. Don't be an ass. Okay. You know what? I, you I, knew I, I what I meant. Sure. Anyways, but the the way you can slingshot yourself is almost the same height as the jump pad. So for that, you get that and the zip line with Pathfinder. So yeah, he definitely doesn't beat him out. But I definitely think top five. I don't know if he'd be the top three. Definitely not. But top five for sure. For sure, I can agree with. All that. right, sweet, 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 sweet. So that's our impressions. How are you liking Octane? Let us know. You can do in the comments below, or you can go to TX3 Productions on Twitter or Apex Legends Cast on Twitter. Up next, let's see what's in the drop. Hey, everybody. Just a quick announcement. Since we were late, uh, some of the information might be a little bit off, so... I just wanted to give you guys a heads up and sorry. So this week in the drop, we got the superstar legendary. Um, I like this. This is for the peacekeeper. If you didn't know, Um, I like this, but I think I prefer the one that actually looks like a, like a, a quadruple barrel, like shotgun. It looks like actual like steel and wood. I think I would have preferred that, but it is uh, on the store for one week. You got one week left. Um, then we have the pride, which I think is my pick of the week. The pride is like the lion head on the RE 45 and it looks so badass. It's like gold, black, and a little bit of red on the handle. I really like that one. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I gotta be 100% honest out of what we've seen out of the drop so far. I think this is the best picks I've seen mm-hmm. in the store. Mm-hmm. Like even the alternator skins, even though I hate the alternator, they they still look yeah. cool. Like like one in particular, like I said, looks like Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Kind of. All right, so you got five days left on the Pride. Once again, depending on when you listen to this. So then, just another like seven hours, basically seven hours left. You get the Crimson Fire Drake or the Blue Dragon. And uh, I think I said it before. I have the gold version of it, so it's the gold dragon. I would love the blue guy, but then that means I'd have to buy it and then grind enough to get it. So it's like, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to pass on that one. Uh, And then like you were talking about the alternative remedy. Oh, sorry. uh, No, I said how many hours you had left. Never mind. And then you have one more day left 
for the alternative remedy. This one was clearly modeled for uh, Lifeline because it, it looks mm-hmm. like a med pack almost and it has like a red cross on it. And that one, you gets a pink variant. So, and that one's not as expensive because that one's only 6500 And it gets a little pink variant or whatever. And I have to admit, like if you're a girl... Um, and you main life or if you're or, a guy. hey hey if you're a guy I'm not gonna judge but I mean like if you're a girl you like uh, lifeline you main as lifeline or whatever and you want a little pink in in your step or whatever I think that, that, that that's pretty good yeah like I said the alternative remedy is more my favorite out of those two mm. because yes it 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 has color palette of Buzz Lightyear it's it's got a very particular green shade of green and white and then of course you have like the med pack or the black blood transfusion pack that's like on the side and you've got like the blue wire or the blue like line Mm -hmm. running throughout it so it looks really cool if i had to pick my pick of the week as uh, i really don't know because that pride really really is a nice looking skin but Mm -hmm. I feel like I got to go Crimson Fire Drake. Mm. And that's probably just because I'm really high on Game of Thrones right now. And that's be. giving me massive Game of Thrones vibes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like why wouldn't the gold one, though? Because the gold one, like, it's got it's black and it's got the gold or whatever. The gold one, both of those are very Game of Thrones esque. Like, the gold one looks like a Lannister gun. Like, mm. it really, like, it really does. Like, it's got the same color palette of the Lannisters and, you know, the line and things like that. But man, just having a dragon on the front end of that g7 scout yep. it it's like that's intimidating yeah not that gonna lie i love it anytime i can pick up a g7 now like i almost pick it up just because i have that skin oh and also i have the space walker for the prowler so now i like picking that one up just because i have the space walker it looks pretty 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 badass that one in particular reminds me of uh buzz Lightyear right there I also say that too because I'm I'm going to use the G7 more than I am the RE45. True, true. Now, if true. I bought that skin, I would use the RE45 more. But if I want to make sure right. that I'm I'm winning more, I'm going to use the G7 <laughs> Scout. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to win with the RE45. I'm not that competitive. All right, guys. So that's all that's in the drop. Now, let's head into our deep dive. All right, Wraith is your teleporting warrior princess. All right, so Wraith's passive ability is Voices from the Void. Um, Voices warn you when danger approaches or if you think you're getting targeted. This is really good because then you can push a button and you can let your teammates know. Your tactical is into the void. Now, what this basically does is it turns you invisible and it makes you invulnerable for a few seconds and you also run 20% faster and the ultimate is the dimensional rift you get two locations that you get to plop down wherever you feel like as long as you're in range those are just the basics but let's talk about how you can use everything in battle wraith's passive ability the you know voices from the void it almost kind of lends her to be a better situational awareness character than bloodhound i actually find her passive more useful than bloodhound's tactical Mm -hmm. Uh, because in the sense of if you're not in range of anybody if you can see people but they're not close to you uh bloodhound's tactical is not really going to do you a whole lot of good now 
situational awareness is kind of the key thing with Wraith. So if you're in an area and either she hears gunshots or she hears footsteps, she'll give you that audible cue. Hey, something's around. And like you were saying, you can in turn let your teammates know. So that's, I think it's going to give you a better advantage on the battlefield in and of itself. Now, one thing I want to point out about Wraith, it's not a uh, competitive combative ability. Um, But another reason why she's one of my favorite characters is like Octane. I love the way she runs. She looks like she learned her running from Naruto. Yeah. It's so great to watch. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, another really good thing for the voices is I feel like the best tactical advantage that you have there is if somebody's trying to camp in a building and you don't know that they're there, hearing those whispers can, you know, there's somebody nearby. So then if you stop and you try to listen for footsteps and you don't hear footsteps, that's probably meaning that you have some camper or you have somebody crouched down and they're trying to be sneaky. And so this is really good, especially going into like a new area. If you start hearing those whispers and you don't see any signs, like maybe there's no doors open or there's no, you know, boxes open or anything like that, but you can hear those voices. You're like, okay, somebody's clearly camping and I'm going to use this to my advantage. Right. Right. It's it's voices is probably one of the best passive abilities uh, as far as the characters go, in my opinion, in my personal opinion. Definitely. Now, with her tactical, one key thing to keep in mind is you are are not all the way invisible. You still have a chance of being spotted. There's like an outline there, but it's not a clear image. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing about it, though, is you are invulnerable. Now, as far as uses go. Her ability is the best for flanking. So let's say you're in the middle of a firefight and you need to get that competitive edge. Activate the tactical, flank around to the backside or to the just the side of where the enemies are and start giving that cover fire to help your teammates out on the other end. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the 90 degree side of them or directly behind them. But just giving two angles for them to worry about can make them panic and make it so that they don't know which one to fire at. And they'll automatically make it from a dire situation to a winning situation. Now, something also to keep in mind is when you use your tactical, you can't see enemies or teammates. Yes. So before you use the tactical, make sure you know exactly where you're going or else you're going to just use the rift and just get confused and end up right where you were. And that's not going to help anybody. Definitely. And obviously you move 20% faster. So if they're on the other side of a ridge, you have a really good short amount of time to get there as soon as possible. So the best thing you can do is plan your movements. Like Nate said, figure out where they are, figure out where you want to end up so that as soon as you pop that, you know exactly where you're going. So use the time while you're in the void as strategically as possible. Now, when it comes to the Dimensional Rift, the ultimate ability, useful in so many different ways, some that I didn't even fathom when I first started playing the game. Drifter, we talk about Drifter a lot, but Drifter, he made a video uh, shortly after the game came out that was saying how Wraith is one of the best medics in the game. And the clip that he showed demonstrated that he had a teammate who was downed And so what he did was he dropped the portal where his teammates were, ran back to where the circle was closing, where the teammate was, revived him, or dropped the portal, revived him, then they jumped back in the portal and were back to where they were immediately. And so it's not just good to get you out of a quick situation, it's also good to help your teammates out. Now, one thing to keep in mind with the rift is you can get stuck in it, because I have multiple times. So make sure once you're clear, move out of the way, don't move back. Because if you move back, you're going to go right back to where you started where that first portal was dropped. Another thing that it lets you combine 
abilities if you need to is use your tactical ability while you're using the dimensional rift because that's going to get you way faster to where you need to go because you have that 20 percent speed increase Mm -hmm. so that's definitely something to keep in mind there from the time that you start the dimensional rift to when you end it what matters is the distance that you travel not the time that it takes you so you could stand around and essentially look around where you want to go and then the only time it's going to drain the percentage is when you're taking steps. So that's another good example of when you should plan your movement before you start moving because you don't want to take any extra steps. Like if you're going back and forth between this area, you want to know exactly where you are. So you use as much percentage as possible. Wait till that last moment, maybe, and then pop the other portal. Now, the portal does only last about 60 seconds, but in this game in particular, how fast-paced it is, that's plenty of time. That's more than enough time to get you either where you need to go or get you away from where you need to go. Now, one thing to keep in mind, too, and this is a good tactical ability, if you are trying to use the rift to get away from a firefight, or if you need to go pick someone back up from where they were at, you're not the only one that's going to be able to go through that rift. Other players can go through the rift as well. So if you're in an instance like that where you're getting away from trying to get away from enemies... When you get to that final destination where that first portal is, if they're going to follow you, try throwing a grenade to where that portal is. So once they go through there, they'll get a surprise by an explosion right in their face. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Also, stay away from doorways. Yeah. Because <laughs> if one closes as you're going through it, it's an instant death and you can't get revived. You have to get the beacon and get respawned, basically. Also, if your energy does run out, it'll just automatically place the portal where you're at. So you don't have to worry about it timing out for whatever reason. All right. So then our last segment of the day, let's head into our reader mail. All right. Remember, you can go to apexlegendshubcast at gmail.com. Or you can even DM us on at Apex Legends cast on Twitter. Just like Brett did. Hey guys, I have had good and bad experiences playing with randos on Xbox. One thing that has been aggravating is when I actually find a good rando team, Apex doesn't make it easy to team up with them when the match is over. It would be nice if there was an exit screen that gave an opportunity to team up with for the next game example would be clash royale after doubles match the other thing is i have found great success with is or the other thing i have found great success with is i don't know if pc and playstation has it but on xbox apex has an active group where players post looking for Looking for teammates, and they have requirements such as microphones, certain level, competitive or not, etc. Um, so first, on the first point, this would be really awesome because even like the after, after you know, after match, after match report, it really just shows you who had how many kills, how many things. But I can't click on somebody to. Um, get their information a really good example is i had a stream the other day and i had this really good rando and we were talking he had a kid i have a kid so you know we kind of got along and i forgot to make note of his okay sweetie i'll be give me a second i forgot to make mention of his 
um, name. So I actually went into my, you know, Discord and be like, hey, can somebody grab the name or something, you know? And I happened to be going somewhere, so I couldn't do it myself. And so somebody actually got me his name or whatever. And so, yeah, some kind of way of just like click on the information to get their their stuff would be really nice. And as far as like um, the other thing, which was the groups. But yeah, you can have uh, communities on the PlayStation as well. So you can look for it. Uh, it's up at the top, kind of over by... Uh, I believe like your friends and stuff tab. So if you didn't know about that, yeah, go up to the cross media bar and over by the friends and party is communities. And so you can find an apex community. Well, now one thing that I know is different from PS four and Xbox is Xbox makes it more prevalent to be able to access groups because of the way that their menu and stuff is set up. So it's not as easy to find. I mean, it's easy to find on the, on the XMB or the, you know, the, playstation front um but it's you know you go to the tab whereas i think at xbox you can readily see it so you have more access to it as far as the you know teaming up after the match is over call of duty has done this great for years in their after action report because it'll show you hey these are the people who you just played with like if you go into your menu it'll show you the recent players you played with so it's very easy and it was annoying especially on xbox 360 because if i had a good team with someone maybe i just wanted to go do something else they would always send me a, a an invite to play because we just played and so i was like no man thanks but call of duty's done that for a long time where you can in the after action you can see who you just played with so i don't think i don't know if it's going to be different with battle royale games if it's going to be more difficult to do that but that's definitely something they should add because i mean it's again not a game developer not a programmer it seems easy enough but battle royales may be a different story true yeah now our next question comes from daniel he says hey guys i'm daniel hi daniel And I'm a huge Apex fan, and I also really enjoy listening to the podcast while at work. Well, we're glad to hear that. So something I really hope they change is the trackers or come out with new ones soon. I play for wins and wins only, but the only tracker they have is wins with full squad. So it only counts if you play with two people you already So it only counts if you play with two people you ready up with. I have won a few with randoms and a bunch with my friend and a random. But my tracker says wins with full with full squad. Eight as caustic, I know, but really I want it to say wins and it would be 20 plus. Mm-hmm. So he's saying he has wins with a full squad of eight, but really he has 20 plus and it's not saying that. Also a good tip if I, also a good tip I have is if you're in front of a door, you can block it from opening so you can heal or reload while someone's trying to get in. But on the other hand, it seems like when this happens, people keep trying to open the door or run to another door. While in fact, you can kick the door right down even if someone is in front of it by pressing the right stick. On Xbox, at least. Uh, it's, it's the same on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Again, yeah, trackers. Trackers I don't mess around with a whole lot. Um, the only trackers I really used or enjoyed was either in Titanfall and Call of Duty when that would be stat trackers. Um, the trackers I personally don't care about, but if you play for wins, of course you're going to care about that. So that is something that I think that could be added. Yeah. I mean, like, you got your kills, and then you got your kills with, like, specific things. People might care about that, but, I mean... Even then, you don't. You're not guaranteed to get that we- weapon all the time. So, I mean, it would be nice to just track in general. All right, so that's going to do it for our reader mail. Now let's move on to our segment, Legends of the Round Table. This is a question where we put it out to you guys, and then we'll choose whoever our favorite is and pick a winner. Our winner of our last one was D R K. S N Z. 
And that was the one where in my country there is a game called Poop Yourself Rich. And so he was basically saying that he would like to be Pathfinder so he could choose which square was going to have the cow poop on it. So that was our favorite one. Gave us a really good laugh. So you win the last one. So then this week's question is, you go on a date with the last legend you played as. How does it go? And is there going to be a second date? So if you go to our Discord, and that is linked into the description or at the top of our Twitter, um, and you can find our Discord. If you go there, answer the question. You got you went on the date with the last legend you played as. How does it go? And is there going to be a second date? So just like normal, Nate, let's answer it first. So who was the last play- person you played as? And you went out on a date. How did it go? Last person I played as was Lifeline. And as far as how the date went, it was fine. She kept trying to like like be a mother to me (laughs) and like kept trying to make sure that I was healthy and kept trying to make sure that everything was fine. (laughs) She kept, she brought her like little dog friend that had like this tube that kept coming out of him. It freaked me the hell out. (laughs) And like anytime that I would cough, like she would like go, go get him. And like, it would like attach it. I'm like, get it, get it off of me. So, I mean, it was a little frustrating. So I think I have to set some boundaries before we go out on a second date and maybe tell her to leave her little pet thing at home. (laughs) Um, Now the good part is, is if she forgets her wallet she can she has an app on her phone so she can just have it delivered to her immediately at the table which was really nice even though she didn't pay because obviously i paid for the first date. obviously um but she, but she left the tip and she didn't have any cash so she just dropped down the cash and it was it was great now it made a mess in the restaurant a little bit so i'll have to figure out like if she's got a better form of delivery than that but it was fine i guess so the second date is there a second date um yeah again i gotta set some boundaries um you know gotta tell her hey i'm fine if i'm dying please you can revive me that's totally fine but if i'm just coughing i'm good i'm good (laughs) all right um well funnily enough my my date would have been with mirage and he's way too full of himself honestly all he did was talk about himself and how awesome he is and anytime he had like this funny joke this person who looked exactly like him would just appear out of nowhere and give him a high five for that awesome joke and which kind of made the joke not that funny because if you point out the fact that a joke is a joke then is it really a joke if you have to really acknowledge it no So, I mean, he's just so full of himself. He's like, oh, yeah, this dinner was awesome. I could do it without me even. And I'm like, wait, what? I don't understand. (laughs) So I just I really didn't like it. So full of himself. I mean, the sex was great, if I'm honest, because, I mean, there was things all over the place and his hologram just really helped out the situation. But as far as a second date, no, I think I'm just good with the one. (laughs) I don't know what was better, mine or yours. Because <laughs> when you said, when he said projected another one to give himself a high five, if you're watching, the, if you're a patron, if you're a patron and you're watching the pre-post show, I couldn't handle it. I died. <laughs> oh well, I mean that's definitely not a good sign of a first date. So, so it's pre- fairly certain there's not going to be a second. No, one. hell no. I mean, yeah. It was good just being in one night stand and just like having it be that, you know. I'll I'll never forget how much I screamed, you know, but Well, at least it was legend. Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean the, the 
be creative. Try to be as creative as we were. Try to really imagine yourself on the date. How would that person react? I'll be honest with you. I'm disappointed in you. If I had a lifeline date, I would marry that. Oh, my goodness. She would be my wife now. Be like, hey, let me take care of that for you. And I'd be like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) But I do like where you went with it. So, all right. So, you guys try to be creative. Let us know um, your last character you played as you went on a date with them how did it go and would there be a second one all right thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of hubcast i almost said nerd to the third (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining us for this episode thank you for joining me nate oh you're welcome you're very welcome and we'll see you down in king's canyon where it's gonna be legend wait for it I feel like uh, that's going to be a thing, even if we don't want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's so catchy. And I mean, obviously I made it, but it's just so good. Because you made it. That's right. Yeah. Everything I make turns to gold. Just ask your... (laughs) I love gold. (laughs) Hey, look, everybody. My Vicky was a key the whole time. (laughs) All right. So before the jump master, what, what was it again? Before the jump master, before... We, it completely passed our expectations. Well, you do that then. Okay. Anytime. <laughs> I just wanted you, asshole. But anyways, yeah, that was that was a really cool thing. Um, that was that was really horrible. I don't like that. <laughs> that was a cool old little thing. That, that was a cool thing on the internet. So. <laughs> oh, it was. My gain was a little bit up. I was peeking like a motherfucker. Kind of like your mom. And when I boned her, I boned her so hard she screamed like a meal. <laughs> this is a nightmare. It was electric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, it's electric. Do the hustle. <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> or you can email us. What do you think about it? You know, where where are your thoughts on a hover bike? And <sighs> let us know what you're thinking down in the comments below or on Apex Legends. All right, we're gonna make a We're gonna make we're gonna make something. We're making something here today, people. Alright, so in coping coping, we're coping with our champions. <laughs> All right, let's head into the last segment of the day. Reader mail. Reader mail. Reader mail. <laughs> I, d- I didn't like that. Reader mail. Got some mail. Ma- uh, mail time, mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Here's the mail. Mail. I haven't seen Blue's Clues in forever. So let's head into our last. Let, let's head into our last segment of the day. It makes me want to wail. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and our last question is going to come from David. David writes first of. You suck. Our last question is going to come from David. Uh, it's not my fault. It's weird. It's worded weird. <laughs> What's up, legends, and welcome to the first ever the er, fucking. <laughs> And we're going to see you down in King's Canyon, where it's going to be legendary. Oh, f*** you. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>